Hey, MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. Hi, Joe Genrinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 342. Going out to St. Louis Cardinals reigning MVP, slugger Paul Goldschmidt, who hit three home runs for me on Sunday. Um, maybe hit more. Maybe I'm saying this to you on Sunday, and he's only hit three at this point. But anyhow, this goes out to him. Thanks for coming to the program. Oh, he got a stolen base, too, which is always nice. Uh, thanks for coming to the program. I'm your host, Jeff Chalks Fox, usually the chalky better of the duo here because i am not alone i do have someone with me uh because we're breaking down my co-host's favorite promotion uh he begged and pleaded for us to do bellator so we're doing bellator it's bellator fight week they're returning to paris france and we're returning our bellator picks to your ear holes um for this non-ufc episode like we do every monday so let's bring in the bellator whisperer himself daniel gumby Reeland. hello hey did those home runs from goldschmidt do you any good in the home run category uh, do I have him in the league and playing you against too? Yeah, have, yeah, you're yeah, down, I, you're down four in the home run category yeah, there. I'm just... not even paying attention in that league's. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> other story. But yes, four runs, three home runs, four RBIs, a stolen base, and I'm still I'm losing. And yeah, I'm not doing very good in fantasy. Luckily, this is not a fantasy baseball podcast. Cause... That's true. We we have one of those. You guys should listen to it. It's not bad. Baseball <laughs> money is fake. Yeah, with yeah, Th- with they're Ryan good on Blake. there. Yes, yeah, yeah they're yep. good on there. Fun show. Fun show. Um, More fun than Bellator, probably. We should have done Samurai Fight House 11, which, by the way, is is, is headlined by a former UFC fighter. Tell us the fight card quickly, if you like, or tell us why why we should like it other than the fun name. uh, Honestly, you shouldn't. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) It's it's headlined by Eduardo Garagori. That's just kind of the fun piece. Do you remember Eduardo Garagori? Uh, briefly, yes. Uh, he went one and two in the UFC and really caught a bad break. He he lost to uh, Ricardo Hamosh and Darren Elkins, and they let him go. Um, which rough. is a yeah, it's a pretty wild one. Uh, but yeah, Samurai Fighthouse, a uh, whole bunch of like undefeated prospects from Argentina. Which I I don't know how they're all undefeated if uh, if they they seemingly all fight in the same organization. Um, but there, there's a lot of it in, uh, there's like an 18 year old fighting a 17 year old on this card. Yeah, it's wild. Um, but watch it. It's free on YouTube and it's on uh, Saturday. It comes and to you, you from the, yeah. the club 11 de Augusto. Um, you ever been there before? No, but you, do you know what that, that means? No, it's the August 11th club. Um, oh, right, right. That makes which, sense. which, which this is a fun little fact just so happens to be my birthday. Uh, Whoa. So, yeah. yeah, that's right. We have a party. Yeah. Right. Samurai, Samurai fight house party. <laughs> so, oh, Samurai fight house party is the name of the episode. You didn't give me anything last episode. I got to make up one for that one, but Samurai fight house party. There Ain't no go. party like a Samurai fight house party. <laughs> Uh, can you bet on Samurai Fight House? Though, I don't. I, maybe bet. Have online. you seen it? Yeah, maybe Have you bet seen it anywhere. No, I've I've never seen it before. They aren't really pushing for legitimacy. I think they want to finagle their way into Fight Pass. Um, yeah, but uh, they're a little bit away uh, from that now. Maybe a triple title fight and having Eduardo Garagori will help. So 
Um, help maybe. them get their YouTube numbers up, and maybe we'll get some Samurai Fight House odds in the future. <laughs> All right, before we get into Bellator, how did you do with Invicta? I think you almost had a clean sweep. Ah, uh, right? so so close to the queen clean sweep. So I had um, uh, I had Elise Pone uh beating Liana Prorosin. Uh, we got that at plus one sixty five, or at least that was the first number um that I saw from a book that wasn't just feeling the water. So basically, when uh, when we don't have the odds at the time of the fight. I wait until the odds kind of settle. And then I say, okay, those are the odds. I technically picked them at. Um, so I had Pone plus plus one sixty-five. Um, Monique, Adrian, uh, I warned you guys on Thursday or, uh, Monday when we, we did the breakdown of Invicta. I said, look, if you can get her early, she'll be a dog. If you can't get her early, uh, her number is going to skyrocket. She posted at plus one sixty. Uh, she wound up a negative two twenty-five favorite. Um, I also had Jessica Delboni, negative 550, so no big surprises there. I had Olga Rubin, who ballooned up as high as plus 200, but the number I, you know, sort of penciled her in at, it was plus 165. Um, she won by buggy choke. Uh, and then I lost the main event. I had Jillian DeCourcy, who, uh, who got really badly outworked on the feet. So uh, altogether, four and one. That brings me up to 69 and 34 on the year. And uh, if you bet $100 on every single one of my regional level fights you'd be up about nineteen hundred dollars oh boy oh boy oh boy have you ever won by buggy choke dan how's i have not won by buggy choke it's one of those submissions that i've like tried out in the gym a bunch of times and i just can't seem to like find the means to to make it a regular part of my repertoire it's up my alley i I like that stuff have you been buggy choked yourself no i have not not unless you count like drilling it with somebody else to right. try to f- we can figure out why it doesn't work for either of us. Yeah. All right. This isn't a buggy. Well, I guess it, sometimes it is a buggy choke a podcast. Um, we're going to give you our, as Gumby told you, you're going to want to pay attention uh, going forward because he knows what he's doing at least uh, this year, right? At least this stretch. Now that you're keeping track, maybe you've always known what you're doing for Rachel. We never tracked it before. Yeah, we never tracked we'll it before, we'll but I, I'm pretty sure we've always been good on these. Pretty sure. All right. You know what else is good? Shady Rags is always good. And Shady May. Shady Rags is teaming up with SGPN. That's us for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win 500 bucks. Shady Rags have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized sun shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. Last night, all Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they would send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Here's what you need to do. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. Boom. $500 is like $650 or more up here in Canada, too. So that's a good haul. <laughs> All yeah, right. Get the good exchange rates there. Exactly. It's nice when all my work comes from the States too. It works out well. All right. Let's uh we're gonna start with a prelim fight and then we're gonna jump into the main card fights. Prelims, Saul Rogers versus Davy. Oh, I should get before we jump into that, let me tell you what we're talking about. Bellator 296, Musasi versus Edwards is what we're talking about. Goes down Friday, so your Saturday will be free for Samurai Fight House. Uh Friday, <laughs> May, May the 12th, 12 p.m. Eastern, because they're over in Europe. Um, Showtime is U.S. broadcast 
partner prelims are on YouTube in Canada. They're both on YouTube for you. Uh, also known as Bellator Paris. It's going to the Ecor Arena, Paris, France. 17 fights. We're going to give you the top five. Um, all right. Now we'll jump into it. Saul Rogers, Davy Gallon. Gallon, he's French. Uh, three five-minute rounds at 155 pounds. And we do have odds for these, so Gumby won't be guessing here. Gallon is 21-8-2, six knockouts, seven submissions. He's been knocked out three times, submitted twice. Three and one in Bellator. He's won five of his last six. He did lose his last fight, though. Multiple regional championships on his mantle. Get the shirt. SportsGumbyPockets.com slash store. Uh, four, used to fight up at welterweight. 2011 Pro MMA debut, plus 160. Saul Rogers is the hangman, 15 and 5, one knockout, nine submissions. He's been submitted himself three times. He's three and three in Bellator. He's on quite a back and forth run here. Loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. So that's what, seven fights. He's uh, swapped back and forth wins, losses. So he's due for a win according to this pattern. He was went 4 and 0 in the Ultimate Fighter. What happened there? He went 4 and 0, and then what happened? Uh, he, he couldn't get a fight. visa to come to the States um, because Where's of the. Where's Saul Rogers from? Uh, he's from oh, he's Great British, British, right? Okay. Yeah. And it's like, he couldn't get a visa to come to the States because he had a criminal record that he had not, uh, revealed to the UFC. He was originally supposed to fight. Um, is it Ryan Hall? I think it was Ryan Hall in the finals of the ultimate fighter. Yeah, and instead, you know, yeah. And instead they jammed Artem Lobov back in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, did he, it's his criminal record due to hanging people. I, I hope not. Um, oh, well, that's yeah. what his nickname says, so maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I hadn't finished with him yet. 2011, Pro MMA debut. Two inches height, three inches reach on Gallon, minus 200. Okay, now I'm done. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Saul Rogers here. I, my actual bet is maybe that this fight uh, falls through before fight night. Um, right. I, don't know if you, I don't know if you can get odds on that. Saul Rogers always just seems to be uh, at the brunt of a fight that gets pulled. Um, and I, I don't know why. Like, if you, if you look back... He was supposed to fight Robert Whitaker. He was supposed to fight Mads Brunel. I, I think he actually did wind up fighting Mads Brunel, but that fight got canceled. He, his fight with Piccolotti got canceled. His fight with Soren Bach got canceled. You know, like, if you go back in his tapology record, he actually has, like, probably more canceled fights than uh, just about any fighter you can think of. So um, my, my official pick is that this fight falls off. But uh, when forced to pick a winner for this fight, uh, I'll take Sal Rogers just because I do think his wrestling's pretty good. He he did beat um oh no, actually he was just supposed to fight Artem Lobov um because he had beaten um what's his face in the Ultimate Fighter House. Um he, he had just like gotten into Ryan Hall's guard and just like beat him up from guard and took a majority decision. So um he, he's a good wrestler, he's smart defensively, and Galeon is for for people who have not seen him, he just kind of is he's wild. He loves spinning shit. He loves, um, you know, like kind of wasting a lot of energy. He jumps around a lot. Um, Ross Pearson took him down in a fight that, um, well, first of all, it's a little ways ago again, but uh, I, I remember watching that fight because Galeon winds up winning by rolling thunder. Nice uh, WWE move there. Um, but yeah. like Ross Pearson took him down and he wound up getting up with like butterfly hooks on Ross Pearson. But I just think like, all that wasted move and getting into the clinches and spinning stuff. It's just going to wind up in a position where you're in a, a chance to get taken down too much by a really good wrestler. And and that's really what Saul Rogers is. So I, I expect Rogers to get all that going and uh, I'll, I'll take Saul Rogers in, in probably a, not all that exciting fight, um, especially one containing Davy Galeon. Maybe Rogers 
had to cancel those fights because he was busy getting tattoos, but now it looks like his whole body's covered. So maybe he won't have to maybe, back out maybe, anymore. Maybe he's good now. Yeah, maybe he's okay. good now. That, that's good. Yeah, he's running he run out of space. All right. Um, no computer. I don't want to restart now, that's for sure. Uh, all right. Let's go to the main card, shall we? Middleweights, Douglas Lima versus Costello Vanstinas. I remember Douglas Lima was good. Um, where is my info on this fight? Uh, I have it out of order. Here we go. Or Tapology has it out of order. Uh, I'm going to tell you about Lima first. He, the Phenom. Okay, that name's got to go now, right? Yeah, he's too old for that. He's old and he doesn't win anymore. So you really, that's that's two things that you kind of have to have to have on your side if you're going to be a Phenom. Anyhow, um, we'll let it last for for this uh, breakdown because i already have it written in here all right lima 32 and 11 16 knockouts 10 submissions so he does finish people he's been knocked out once submitted once he's also very durable uh 14 and 7 in bellator he was a three-time welterweight champion because he did used to fight at welterweight uh he's at middleweight now he's he missed weight his last fight and he's lost four straight fights as well so the last fight was supposed to be welterweight so hopefully he's good now uh at least for the weight missing but he has he did lose four straight. That uh, that stands regardless of weight classes. He's not won a fight since October of 2019. Was a regional champion, 2006 Pro MMA debut, plus 110. Ben Stinas, the Spaniard, even though he is not from Spain, I guess he's a, he's a Spaniard in the Netherlands. I yeah, I think he's of, Span- of Spanish yeah. uh, descendants. Yeah, so it makes sense. You can't call someone uh, if someone living in Spain. You can't call him a Spaniard because everyone's a Spaniard, right? I, I would assume that that is correct. It all checks out, Dan. <laughs> it all checks out. All right. 14 to 2, four knockouts, six submissions. Never been finished in a fight for Mr. Van Stinas. Six and one in Bellator. He's won two straight and eight of his last nine. He won his last fight via submission. He also was a regional champion. He's four years younger than Lima. He's got an inch reach on him. He's at minus 140. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Van Stinas here. I, I, you know, to your point, like, I, I'm just worried about what Douglas Lima has become. Uh, I, I just don't think he's the same version of himself. Um, I, I mean, maybe good that he's moving up to 85 cause maybe that's like, you know, a smart save, uh, to, to not keep cutting that weight, but it's not like, it, it's not like he was getting knocked out, right? Like when, when you're, you're like, Oh, I'm cutting too much weight and I'm getting knocked out and stuff like that. Um, sure. Move up then, but like he missed weight. So maybe the weight cuts going bad, but he was getting out wrestled by a lot of those guys. I mean, he couldn't get his wrestling going enough against Michael Page. Uh, and now he's going to come up to 85. The last time he was at 85, it didn't go well. That was the Musashi fight. Um, I, I don't think this is going to go well either. And and for those of you who don't know Van Steenis, it's not just me fading Douglas Lima. I, I know some guys in the Discord are really into him. He's got like really nice low leg kicks. He's kind of dynamic on the feet, which is fun. Um, when he does choose to wrestle, he's, he's pretty fun there too. He uses a lot of jumping knees to deter other people's wrestling. Um, yeah, he's just kind of like overall, a a really well-rounded guy with good knockout power. And if he stings you on the feet, I mean, his last fight, the Dars choke that he locked up was really slick. So he like knows how to finish multiple ways. He's got like a hundred rear naked chokes on his record. So, um, it totally wouldn't surprise me if he like, you know, clipped, uh lima here somewhere or and if not like again like i said he's just too dynamic you're just gonna see lima um looking older and slower as he has in this last couple of fights yeah uh remember when he was like one of the best i i thought i I thought he had the one of the best claims uh out of anybody for a while in bellator to be like oh he could possibly just be the best guy at his division like oh maybe he could be 
I don't know who is the champ then. Maybe Tyron Woodley. Um, yeah, probably. Maybe he could beat Tyron Woodley um, or or like early champion Kamara Usman. Um, and then it just proved that like, no, that was a that was a pipe dream. Yep. Yep. Um, if a love life is a pipe dream for you people, listen to this. Uh, talkify. Life is full of what ifs. So what if you try something new when it comes to dating? Talkify is a new way to meet other serious singles. What if they help you find what you're looking for? Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. The trusted compatibility specialist hand selects successful and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. Here's how it works. The Talkify matchmakers meet with you to learn what about what you're looking for in a partner. Then they'll select and screen potential match candidates for you doing background checks, video interviews, and asking the tough questions that are too awkward for first dates. From there, your matchmaker plans your date, introductions, and handles all communications for you, creating a safe and stress-free dating experience. Talkify is committed to finding your match. 80% of clients met their person within the first 12 matches. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com slash SGPN. Okie dokie. Let's move on to another French fighter since this card is in France. Uh, Thibaut Gaudi versus Kane Moussa. This is a three-round, 153-round, five minutes, 155-pound, a.k.a. lightweight fight. Uh, Moussa, the danger, is the nickname. He's 14-4, and four, five knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, so he's pretty durable. Three and two in Bellator. He's gone lost win, lost win over his last four. 2008 pro debut, plus 150. GT is the nickname for Gaudi. 16 and six, six knockouts, six submissions. That's a lot of sixes going on here. On here, he's been knocked out once, submitted twice, one and one in Bellator. He's gone four and one over his last five. However, he did lose his last fight. He used to fight at welterweight, was regional champion. He went one and five in the UFC, multiple regional championships on his mantle. Actually, I have regional champ and multiple regional champs. One or the other. He's got to be a multiple regional champ. Uh, correct. I'm supposed to say and get the T-shirt. I'm supposed to say as well. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. Uh, 2011 pro debut for Gaudi in MMA. Two inches of height, four inches of reach on Musa, minus 180. I'm going to go uh, dog here. I'm going to take my first dog. Finally. What did you say the number was on Musa again? Plus 150. 150. Yeah. I think it's worth a stab. Gaudi's kind of a guy. Oh, also, I just want to quickly correct something I said about Costello Van Steenis real quick. The submissions I remember him having a ton of, I, I incorrectly said we're rear naked chokes it's triangle chokes he's got a bunch of triangle chokes early in his record um so back to musa um and gaudi gaudi kind of needs the wrestling to work in order for him to win um he shoots a bunch of takedowns he kind of needs control he needs to hold you up against the cage he's not gonna outbox you kane musa hits like a truck um he's a big powerful kind of plotting boxer um and, and like you know, if, if you go back to some of his times when he's tagged people with that power, which sometimes this was just with counters, he, he's got power even backing up. Um, if he does get you on the ground, he really makes you pay for it with ground and pound. And he does so in a way where he stays kind of safe and make sure that he doesn't get submitted to. So, um, yeah, I, I think he, he's got the right kind of style to upset Thibaut Gowdy. So I, I'm going to take a little stab here on uh, on Kane Musa. All right, about time. Gumby rolls the dice for us. Perfect. Um, all right, 
another French man is in the co-main event. Mansoor Barnoui, or is it Barnoui? I think it's Barnoui. Barnoui, okay. Versus Brent Primus. Uh, five five-minute rounds, lightweights, because this is quarters? I think the quarters of the... It is the first round, right? yep. First, first round, first. yeah, so quarterfinals, right. Uh, Primus is just coming in here as a replacement, too, I think, correct? Yeah, he, at least. yeah, he, he's a late replacement in the tournament. Originally, Barnaby was supposed to fight Sydney Outlaw. Does yes. that sound right? And he failed a drug test, it says here. Yeah. Okay. How? So is this a short notice fight or not? That's the question, Dan. Kind you... of. It, I think it's been booked for longer than you typically call something a short okay. notice fight. All right. I don't track Bellator anyhow, so maybe everything's wacky in Bellator with these stats. But all right, let's break down this fight. In their tournament, uh, I'm going to tell you about Primus first. He's 11 and three, two knockouts, six submissions. He's been knocked out once, so he's another durable guy. Nine and three in Bellator. He was the champion formerly at uh, lightweight. He's on loss win loss over his last three fights. Uh, he did get TKO'd in that last loss. 2010 Pro MMA debut. He also is a pro grappler, plus 250. Barna the Afro Samurai, or Tarzan. You take your pick. 20 and four. Six knockouts, 13 submissions, never been finished in a fight. 1-0 in Bellator. He won that fight via submission. He's won eight straight fights. He's not lost a fight since May of 2016. He's got multiple regional championships on his. Mantle. Correct. Go get the shirt. Uh, 2011 Pro MMA debut. Seven years younger than Primus. Two inches taller. Four inches reach over him. Minus through 25. Um, I'm going to take Barnaby. Um, I, I think... Here's the thing. I worry about the short notice nature of Primus. Um, in addition to that, like uh, a second ago when I said I had to correct myself that Castello von Vanstinus had triangle chokes and not rear naked chokes, it's because this is the person I was uh, remembering correctly having um, a whole bunch of rear naked chokes. It, it's Barnaby. And it's the, the thing is, is that like he's done it against really high level competition. Um, he beat uh, Adam Piccolotti in his last fight and just like, I mean, dominated him everywhere. It looked like he, he could beat him wherever he wanted. He, he's got good hands. Uh, he's quick. He's fast. He's he's sharp. When, when he does tire you out, he he goes for the rear naked choke. He sinks those in pretty easily. Um, he's only been beat by, like, really high-level opponents. Like, his his losses are to Kevin Lee, Islam Makashev, Matthews Gamrot, and Ivan Butchinger. Uh, which, like, you know, Butchinger is maybe not a name you know that well, but, like, that that's still a, a hell of a list of four guys he's lost to, um, and, and he's looked he, he's fought really high level guys in, in between then in Road FC and and now in Bellator. So uh, I like that, and I also like the fact that Brett Primus uh, gave up a takedown to uh, old man Benson Henderson. And at this point in time, if you're giving up takedowns to Benson Henderson, uh, Barnaby is going to give you some issues. All right. There's your breakdown for the co-main event. Let's go to the main event. It's being called a middleweight title eliminator fight. It sure. is three five-minute rounds. So it's weird. Co-main events, five rounds. Main event, three rounds. Uh, Gegard Musasi versus Fabian Edwards. Uh, 185 pounds. Edwards, 11 and two, four knockouts, three submissions. He's never been finished in a fight. Seven and two in Bellator. He's won two straight. Before that, he lost two straight. He's eight years younger than Musasi. Four inches of reach on him, plus 200. And he is Leon Edwards' brother, in case you were wondering. UFC champ, uh, Musasi, the dream catcher, 49, 8, and 2. So this is fight 60 for him as a uh, pro MMA fighter. 
28 knockouts, 12 submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted three times. So very, very durable. I think we're going to have some long fights on, uh, on, on Friday night or afternoon for us. Um, eight and three in Bellator. He's won four of his last five. He did lose his last fight. That was, he lost his championship belt there because he has been the Bellator champ twice. Nine and three in the UFC. He used to fight at lightweight. He also fought up at technically heavyweight. It was an op- open weight uh, fights in Japan. Uh, he was a two weight champion in Dream in Japan. He was a Strike Force champion. He was a Cage Warriors champion. 2003 pro MMA debut. He was eight no as a pro kickboxer. He's got inch of height on Edwards minus 260. Yeah, I'm going favorite again. I'll take Musashi. Yeah, it, with the exception of the Musa fight, I'm I'm all chalk here. And, and it's, I mean, like, look at the people who's beaten Gegard and Musashi. It's just like, it's guys who have really good wrestling. And it's not even all yeah. the guys who have really good wrestling. Like, Johnny Eblen, amazing wrestler, was able to kind of stick it to Gegard and Musashi. Rafael Lovato is the other guy who beat him in Bellator so far. That was by majority decision. Again, phenomenal high-level black belt probably would still be doing really good things had his brain scan not gone badly but like this Gegard Musasi is still like grounded pounding out John Salter and Austin Vandiford like he's still a very high-level fighter and Fabian Edwards had trouble with the wrestling of Vandiford um so like you know not to MMA math this up but like if Vandiford is taking it to Fabian Edwards in terms of grappling I mean, you got to know that that Gegard Musasi still can. And plus, I think Gegard Musasi can even hang with him on the feet. So, yeah, uh, give me Gegard here. I, I think he uh, he deals with this one pretty easily. Yep. Hence the minus 260 line here. So let's recap. He's got Musasi as a big favorite. He's got Barnawi as a big favorite. He has got Musa as a dog. Hooray. He's got Van Stinas as a small favorite. That's probably a good line, actually, for that fight. Minus 140. You want to get on on that, in my opinion, and then he's got Rogers as, as a pretty big favorite uh, in the in our opener of the podcast. So that concludes our Samurai Fight House party, even though it was a, <laughs> a, Bell, a Bellator party. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday for the UFC. UFC is going to North Carolina this weekend for UFC and a, ABC fight card. So we will break that down prelims Wednesday, main card, and all our fancy dancey plays on Thursday. Uh, until then, make sure you get into the Discord, sportscomedypodcast.com slash Discord. We have lots of fun in there. Uh, Twitter, SGPN MMA, or actually not or, and Gumby Vreeland and Jeff Fox Writer. They're the ats to uh, follow. As this is sportsgamblingpodcast.com, make sure you check out the site. Brand new revamped website, or you can get all our articles, all our podcasts, all our discounts, all our giveaways all the fun stuff is there uh you can listen to gummy if this isn't enough you can listen to him five times a week four times here and once on top turtle mma podcast uh do you know who's on it this week or is it still a secret no talk to uh gabe green and brian battle who will be fighting each other this weekend oh have you ever done that before yeah a couple of yeah yeah yeah, a few times so you're gonna jinx both of them interesting interesting um and then you can read all my mma writing and enter a pick a free pick contest for this coming ufc event at moneymma.substack.com uh get my newsletter in your inbox pretty much every day there so uh that's all i have to say gumby do you have anything to say no uh i'm dan gumby freeland he's the afro samurai jeff fox and we will see you on wednesday